Read the weekly portion of the Bible, dip into the commentaries, Psalms, Perak, this, that, something else. Ah, you're surprised, Mr. Shalom Aleichem. No doubt you're thinking to yourself, ah, oh, that Tevye, there's a man for you. Anyway, what did I start to tell you? That's right, those days. I was Tevye a pauper then. With God's help, I starved to death, I and my wife and children, three times a day, not counting supper. I worked like a horse, pulling wagon loads of logs from the woods to the railway station for, I am ashamed to admit it, half a rouble a day. And that not every day either. And on such earnings, just try to fill all those hungry mouths, not counting that border of mine, the poor horse whom I can't put off with a quotation from the Talmud. So what does the Lord do? He is a great, all-powerful God. He manages his little world wisely and well. Seeing how I was struggling for a hard crust of bread, he said to me, Do you think, Tevye, that you have nothing more to live for? That the world has come to an end? If that's what you think, you're a big fool. Soon you will see, if I will it, your luck can change in one turn of the wheel, and what was dark as the grave will be full of brightness. As we say on Yom Kippur, the Lord decides who will ride on horseback and who will crawl on foot. The main thing is hope. A Jew must always hope, must never lose hope. And in the meantime, what if we waste away to a shadow? For that we are Jews, the chosen people the envy and admiration of the world. Anyway, this is how it happened. As the Bible says, and there came the day. One evening in summer I was driving through the woods on my way home with an empty wagon. My head was bent, my heart was heavy. The little horse, poor thing, was barely dragging his feet. I said to it, crawl along, Schlemassel. If you're Tevye's horse, you too must know the pangs of hunger. All around was silence. Every crack of the whip echoed through the woods. As the sun set, the shadows of the trees stretched out and lengthened like our Jewish exile. Darkness was creeping in, and a sadness filled my heart. Strange, faraway thoughts filled my mind, and before my eyes passed the images of people a long time dead. And in the midst of it all, I thought of my home and my family, and I thought, Woe unto us all, the wretched, dark little hut that was my home, and the children barefoot and in tatters, waiting for their father, the Schlemassel. Maybe he would bring them a loaf of bread or a few stale rolls, and my wife, grumbling as a wife will, children I had to bear him, seven of them. I might as well take them all and throw them into the river. May God not punish me for these words. You can imagine how I felt. We're only human. The stomach is empty and words won't fill it. If you swallow a piece of herring, you want some tea. And for tea, you need sugar. And sugar, I'm told, is in the grocery store. My stomach, says my wife, can get along without a piece of bread. But if I don't take a glass of tea in the morning, I'm a dead woman. All night long, the baby sucks me dry. But, in spite of everything, we're still Jews. When evening comes, we have to say our prayers. 
You can imagine what the prayers sounded like if I tell you that just as I was about to begin Shminezra, my horse suddenly broke away as if possessed by the devil and ran wildly off through the woods. Have you ever tried standing on one spot facing the east while a horse was pulling you where it wanted to go? I had no choice but to run after him, holding onto the reins and chanting, God of Abraham, God of Isaac, and God of Jacob, a fine way to say Shmin Ezra, and just my luck at a moment when I was in the mood to pray, with feeling, out of the depths of my heart, hoping it would lift my spirits. So there I was, running after the wagon and chanting at the top of my voice as if I were a cantor in a synagogue. Thou sustainest the living with loving kindness, and sometimes with a little food, and keepest thy faith with them that sleep in the dust. The dead are not the only ones who lie in the dust. Oh, how low we the living are laid.